Blog Talk Radio. George Command, and it's the Thursday show. And it's well, actually kind of my Friday, but your Thursday, but whatever, you know, it's like my no show tomorrow. So I thought I'd wrap up the week. We've been talking about relationships a lot lately, and my spirit guides have had some great ideas. I've been also writing and working on my book, so but it's not related to relationships. So two different themes going on in my life right now. The radio show, which is about relationships, and my writing, it's about vibration, raising one's vibration. So one of these days I'll start posting somewhere where you can start reading excerpts from the book that I'm working on. Uh, it's, yeah, I keep getting, yeah, I, I write a little bit at a time, and it's kind of fun, and I enjoy it a lot. So what are we talking about today? Oh, we're talking about relationships. We started yesterday on this whole idea of healthy relationships, and I thought I'd shift the theme a little bit. We talked a little bit about how to develop healthy relationships yesterday. We talked a little bit about having, wait a minute, okay, we'll get back up there so I know what we talked about yesterday. We talked about having healthy boundaries and healthy communication and being respect for each other and being able to compromise and being supportive of each other and respect for each other's privacy and, you know, letting people go out with their other friends and, and, and not sharing information and not be secretive to your partner about what's going on in your life. That, that healthy boundaries, we talked a lot about respect and appreciation and my spirit guides talked about that. Today, we're going to get in what isn't a healthy relationship, and I have an article that I thought was really interesting. Now, I'm going to let my spirit guides talk about all this afterwards, if there's time, and let them get into it. And I'm going to highlight these points because this is an article from Live Bold and Bloom. It's an interesting name for a website, Live Bold and Bloom. And the article is 22 Signs of an Unhealthy Relationship. Ooh, okay. And so the author of, of this particular article is, and they always try to put it at the bottom, but they don't. Okay. They don't put the particular article, but it must be one of the editorial people from the magazine. Okay, so let me let me jump right into it. Instead of instead of getting into Oh, some of the other particulars, I just want to jump in and talk a little bit about what they say are the 22 signs of an unhealthy relationship, and I'll let my spirit guides comment on this. Now, you have relationship issues, questions, and relationships are one of the areas that I specialize in, and I only specialize in relationships is because the majority of people who call have relationship questions. Either when am I ever going to have a relationship or is my relationship going to continue on or what is the other person thinking? Do they want to be in a relationship? They want it over? That kind of typical questions, but I'm kind of into the how and that's what this article is, how to how to identify it and how to let it go. That's, you know, if you have a great relationship, you wouldn't be calling me anyway about relationships, would you? Uh, probably not. No, unless you want to don't believe it and you go, I need confirmation that I'm in a great relationship. I've heard that before, too. 
I guess I've heard it all in this how many years of doing this. Long time, long time, long time. So we're going to get into that right now. We're going to talk about these 22 signs, and then we'll let my spirit guides, and I have an article about what to do. I think that's the important thing is what to do if you see these signs. And usually you'll start noticing, especially noticing these things, these signs, after what they call the honeymoon stage. Now, what's the honeymoon stage? It's that early part of a relationship with your partner could do nothing wrong, and you're totally connected, and there's a lot of chemistry between you, and it's sexual, and it's emotional, and you're going, this is really good. And after that starts to wear off a bit, boom, the other stuff starts to flow in. It really starts to flow in. And so if you start paying attention to these things, why? Why do you want to pay attention to these things? Because you don't want a relationship to go on forever and ever where these particular things are happening and they're not changing. Now, I'm not saying that they can't change and you can't have, um, let's say, go to a therapist, go to a counselor of some kind, each other of you made aware of what you're doing and the person's willing to change and create a better relationship. So these are things to look for. A couple of different things you want to look for. You want to look for them if, okay, we need to change these, or oops, I'm out of here. Oops, I'm out of here. So criticism and ridicule, that's number one. And we'll go through these, and I'll go through them quickly because I want to get to the other points and then let my spirit guides talk to you a little bit. Criticism and ridicule, one of the most, one or both constantly criticize or put the other person down. Now, you know, I, I work with vibrational, and my book's about vibrational and raising your vibration and being connected to source energy through vibration and getting into that magnetic field of source so that you can manifest everything you want in your life and live a life of relative peace and feel-good life. Now, if, you're, if your partner or you are both critical of each other, you can see where that takes the vibration into the tanks. You're, you're, you're in a really negative place. So the next point is lack of communication. Now, I hear this one like, this is, this is amazing how many talk about the lack of communication. So if there's a lack of communication, now, part of it's understanding your partner. Because some people are just aren't as open and communicate as well as others. So is there effort to communicate? Is there a desire to communicate? Is communication done in different ways other than verbal? Okay. Look at it. Examine it. What is that way that your partner communicates love or communicates their needs? Sometimes it's verbal. Sometimes it's through physical, like a hug, a tenderness, and intimacy of some form. Sometimes it's by giving gifts or showing appreciation through gifts and doing little things for the other person. Now, gifts and doing things are two different things, but you can see that your partner is trying to communicate through them, through their actions and not just their words, and also their body language, isn't it? 90% of all communication is through body language. So what is their body language around you? Got it? What is their body language? Okay, so number three, loss. I don't know if we're going to get through all of these. I'm looking at my clock going, okay, let's, we'll, we'll blitz through them as much as possible, and then we'll get to the other part of what to do. Loss of emotional intimacy. Emotional intimacy is the connection between, and the trust. I think the key word is trust. 
and open sharing and vulnerability. Ooh, big one, big one, big one. Lost of emotional intimacy. You can no longer be vulnerable. You no longer can be open about yourself or your feelings or what's going on because you feel like your partner is going to attack. Boom. So you you lose that emotional intimacy because anything you say will be criti- we're back to criticism again or ignored or just kind of like look at their body language, right? They're looking at you like, well, you're crazy, right? Disengagement happens when one or both partners lose the willingness to invest time, energy, and emotion in the relationship. They don't want to be there. You know, I hear about that. Oh, he hasn't called me in days. Or we used to see each other a lot. Now he's kind of drifted away. We don't see him very often. Or she. Okay, so there's this disengagement. Where have they gone? Where have they gone? So these are signs to look. I mean, if these start to mount up in a relationship, you know you got a problem. And it normally is after that honeymoon stage. Passive aggressive behavior, we won't get too much into that, but passive aggressive behavior can manifest as nonverbal negativity and resistance and confusion. Procrastination, helplessness, stubbornness, resentment, you know, kind of falling back into the cave, right? You know? Okay, so inability to forgive. Ooh, biggie. Inability to forgive. If they can't forgive you or you can't forgive them for little things. Now, sometimes it's really hard because some things are really major. Now, forgiveness is a wonderful practice and it's a practice of the divine. But sometimes people find it very difficult to forgive in relationships. How about codependent behavior? We'll go into that one. Substance abuse? Okay. That will affect a relationship big time. And, well, we won't get into all the various ways that substance abuse can affect a relationship, but you know pretty much, right? Verbal abuse, that's a biggie. Or number 10 is physical abuse. Now, these are really the outward manifesting of, of, of where a relationship has really gone wrong. And, and I guess we don't really have to talk a lot about these, but I think one of them is, let me just... The abuse can include hitting, biting, scratching, slapping, kicking, punching, shoving, use of a weapon, or forced sex. Now, that's now if it happens once, it's a warning. If it happens second time, you either need to see somebody, a counselor needs some help, or you start planning for your exit. And now we talked about that yesterday, that when you get into a relationship, and you're not sure about the relationship, especially if you start to see these signs, it's time to build an exit plan. It may not happen immediate, and maybe the plan will never be used, but it's good to build an exit plan out of a relationship. What are you going to do next? Where are you going to go? How much money have you saved? Um, Do you have a job that supports you, or do you have some other place to go that you can be supported? Okay. Disagreement on major values. Value systems are very important. If you have disagreements over religion or little things or how to raise children and they're major, you know, not minor things that you can compromise on, but biggies. Loss of respect. Um, little, little physical affection. That's a biggie, right? So what... Do you show physical affection? Is there warmth between you? It's, just, it's not. It's the non-sexual contact. It's the holding hands. It's the rubbing of the shoulders. It's the hugs. It's just a lack of intimacy, a lack of physical affection. 
you know, the stroking of the hair, all these little sign, little things that you can do to show your partner that you're with them and that you care about them. Dishonesty and secreti- being secret, right? Jealousy and insecurity. Now, jealousy is a big one. And insecurity. Now, you find, you find that relationships where there's a lot of distrust or a lot of jealousy and insecurity, those relationships are doomed. The one that you don't list here, and I'll talk a little bit about it, and I talked a little bit about it yesterday, is the lack of appreciation for your partner. Where if, you know, because you're both independent, you do independent things, and you like to celebrate your independent achievements and things that you've done, and you like to share with your partner what you have done, what you're accomplishing. And if they show an indifference to that and a lack of appreciation for that, then you have a real problem in a relationship because if you can't get that appreciation, if you can't get that at a boy, at a girl from your partner, that that feeling, yeah, you're doing a great job, wonderful, you're going to go somewhere else. Your partner's going to go somewhere else. Because we all want to celebrate our lives. We all want to have people who appreciate us for our efforts and the things we do. An example of that is a wife will prepare or the husband will prepare an amazing, amazing meal for the other partner, and they eat it, and they don't say anything. They don't show appreciation for it. How did you like that meal? And they kind of slough it off, and, oh, yeah, it was okay. And you put a lot of effort into it. Or they're critical of the meal. Or they don't want to talk about it. That's a major, that's a a huge red flag in a relationship. Sexually focused. If, If your relationship is just around sex, it's not about partnership, friendship, narcissistic or controlling behavior. I, I, many of people I've talked to that have that issue with their partner. So these are all signs that, yeah, maybe we've got something going on here. And if you see a whole gamut, the whole gamut of these things in a relationship, you kind of know to yourself, time out, poor money skills and values about money, very, very competitive, overly involved in extended families. That's a big one. Where, you know, you, you you spend too much time with your parents or your siblings or or your, you know, older children and, and you devote all your time for that. Threats of leaving. You know, you should take threats of leaving seriously in a relationship. It's It's a big one that you should go, hmm. And the last one, which is huge, and it waits to the last trying to change you. And I was in a relationship like that where they try to change you. They want you to be the image or the the person that they expect you to be other than allowing yourself to be yourself. So those are signs. And if they all add up to a relationship where you're going, really? Seriously? Okay, so let me let me touch a little bit on the next point of what to do. Okay. Okay, kind of elaborating on that one point about changing. Understand that this is from the article that we used yesterday in loveisrespect.org about relationship. What isn't a healthy relationship? But this is more about, we talked about abusive relationships and all those other things, right? Understand that a person can only change if they want to. You can't force your partner to alter their behavior if they don't believe they're wrong. Ooh. So, if you can't change the person, what are you going to do, right? What are you going to do? 
you know they're not going to change. And you've tried going through the various steps of helping somebody change. They've talked to somebody. You've gone to counseling or you don't. You should try that first. And you, you can bring it up as a problem and discuss it. So focus on your own needs. Are you taking care of yourself? Are, your willingness is always important. Your wellness is always important. Watch your stress levels. Take time to be with friends. Get enough sleep. If you find that your relationship is draining you, consider ending it. And reaching out to friends and being with friends is really important because that's one of the ways that you can develop an exit plan. It's through your friends and your family. Okay? Okay. Connect with your sort support systems, and that's basically the same thing, but look over it. Often abusers try to isolate their partners. Talk to your friends, family members, teachers, and others. Make sure you're getting the emotional support you need. Remember, your advocates are always ready to talk if you need a listening ear. Now, the, the point behind all that, too, is like if, if you're in that relationship and it's an abusive, and we covered all the points of, of where a relationship is falling apart, it's not going in a positive direction, and you're creating an exit plan, then it's something to discuss with the supportive people that you know in your life to help you to decide on a way out of this relationship, whether you've been in it for six months or 20 years. There needs to be a plan to get out. You may not be able to exit immediately, but the last point on all this is think about breaking up and take action. Not just thinking about it, but also there's this taking action. Remember that your desire to feel safe and accepted in your relationship. You want to be loved. And if if unconditional love is no longer an active part of your relationship, it's a good time to exit the relationship. Because the main point here is you can't change that other person. Boom, done. They only change when they want to change. And sometimes exiting a relationship will motivate that person to make changes because they realize it's not working. This is not working for me. I'm not getting what I want. Okay? So, what are we doing here? Oh, I was going to let my spirit guides talk to you about this subject and let them fill in the blanks. I usually let them talk first. Sarah is a group of spiritual teachers, masters. Um, Some of them have lived on the earth. Some of them have them. It's a group. They don't go by the individual names of the group and different ones in the group speak on different topics so that's what we're doing so i encourage you my information is in the episode information so if you want more of an insight for yourself about your relationship and you want my spirit guides to help you guide you through a relationship or what's coming up in a relationship and some information from spirit on your particular relationship contact me yeah i mean i'll take read i'll take callers here also and we'll do more of that on Monday, it looks like, because I'm going to be out of time soon to be able to do that today. So now is the time for them to talk to you for a few minutes. We, we speak a lot about relationships with George and other individuals. And we, we you know, because relationships are, are the vital part of your society of your being able to get by in society, your way, your 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 ability to live life at a comfort level 
requires relationships, various kinds. Now, we know you're talking about romantic relationships here, love relationships. But think about it in these terms. If your relationship with your partner is not going well, that affects the rest of your life. You carry that out into, let's say, siblings, family members. You carry it to, if there's children involved, they pick up on the energy of a relationship in crisis. Also, you have a tendency to, if you're in a bad relationship, carry that energy. Because you're, you're, what, what you're putting yourself into or being put into or the energy around you is very negative, a very low vibrational energy field. And then that low vibrational energy field, your thoughts become negative, your your emotions become a ne- become negative, and you carry that with you. Very seldom can humans go cut it off when they leave the front door, switch automatically to a high vibrational positive place where they're influencing people and showing a positive high vibrational energy and when they go to work or they go to the market that low vibrational energy will carry with you. Now, you can mitigate it, you can raise it, but why start off that way? Why start your day? Why start your other's adventures in life? Why engage with other people in your life other than your partner from a low vibrational place? So, one of the, we would say to you, from our perspective to you, be in a relationship and foster a relationship and develop that loving relationship where you're both raising each other's vibration and you're both monitoring each other's vibration so you're both staying in a high vibrational place connected to source energy. And the more you're able to do that, the more you're able to be positive, positive thoughts, positive emotions, high-flying love emotions, appreciation emotions, compassion emotions, and feelings and words, kindness, generosity, forgiveness. If you're displaying all of those qualities in a relationship, you have a high-flying vibrational relationship. And the more you're able to do that, the more you carry that out into the world and the more you're able to accomplish in the world and the more you're able to influence around people around you to be in more of a high vibrational place. So having a high vibrational energy, let's say emotions and thoughts, start in your relationships, start in your most intimate relationships, and then carry forward to them, the, uh, to others. So George covered all those points about identifying a low vibrational relationship. We would suggest to you, why stay in one? Why do you want to be in a low vibrational relationship? Why do you want to stick there? Why do you want to stay in a place where your vibration is constantly being dragged, drugged down. Life is not easy that way. Life is, life is not peaceful that way. You're not being able to manifest the things that you really want to see in your life because your vibration, your thoughts are very low in a, in a negative place. So break that pattern. If it means breaking the relationship, leaving the relationship so that you can get and take care of yourself and get into a high vibrational place, do it. Do it. Don't allow your essence, your being, to stay in that low vibrational place. Because not only does it not manifest in your life the things you want and the things you need, it also 
affects you physically. The stress of a relationship that's not working will be stressful on your body and will lead to disease of one form or another. So think about that, all that. When you, when you see those telltale signs of a relationship not working, that it, perhaps it is time to either get help and guidance and, and seeing if there is some way to build the vibration up between you and your partner. If not, then put together an exit plan. We've talked about that. So that's what we want to share today. It's a little bit more about this, um, about relationships. But mainly about relationships. The, one of the most important things that you can do in a loving relationship is build each other up. Build up your vibration. Build up your energy. Live from those high vibrational thoughts, words, and emotions. The words, you know, the compassion, the kindness, the loving love, the unconditional love, the generosity, the forgiveness. If you're living from those, then you're in a high vibrational place. Other than that, take a real serious look at your relationship. Where is it going? How does it feel? If it doesn't feel good, then you need to get yourself into a feel-good place, however you decide to do that. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, I'm back. How much time do I have? Oh, I have four minutes. Boom. Oh, well, I ran out of, they didn't talk as long as I expected them to talk. So are there any other points? Anybody callers? I don't know if I can take a call in four minutes. So what's another point about relationships? And let me just go back to that article. Let me cover a little bit more in depth about. Okay, let's go back to this thought about threats of leaving, you know, and go into a little bit of the details on that. And I think you'll find this interesting. Does your partner constantly threaten to end the relationship or suggest divorce? This is a form of verbal abuse and emotional control, putting you on insecure footing as long as the behavior continues. You will never feel safe or valued as a partner. Think about that. Wow. How do you feel when somebody's threatening to leave all the time? It just doesn't feel right. Right? Let's go back to the other point. So if that's happening, if your partner's saying, I'm out of here, or you need to leave, or you need to exit, Maybe you do. Maybe you should say goodbye, adios, you're out of here, right? That cannot carry on very long, and it will drive you into a negative vibrational place. Overly involved in extended family, parents, siblings, and other relatives who become too involved in a couple's lives can drive a wedge between them. And or I think it's spending too much time outside of you trying to develop a relationship with somebody and you don't have the time for a relationship because you're spending so much time now being older and knowing meeting people that are closer to my age there's children there's grandchildren how much time are they devoting that not that you don't want them to devote time to it but is it is it really allowing you the time to develop a relationship if one partner doesn't set appropriate boundaries with his or her family, the other partner will grow resentful or feel like they no longer are the priority. Think about that. If you're, if you're devoting so much time and you can't carve out time for a relationship to develop a relationship, then perhaps you shouldn't be looking for a relationship or be in a relationship. 
maybe your priority is your extended family and you should put a relationship on the shelf or the idea of a relationship on on the shelf to you can figure out how to devote more time to a relationship. You know, one of the criticism of men and women getting and looking for a relationship so they don't have time. They don't have time for it. I got all these activities in my life. I don't have time for a relationship. Why then don't look for one. Don't be seeking a relationship unless you can really put the time into a relationship. You know, you may have to cut out some other activities. You might have to cut out some spending time with a certain amount of friends or family members. You may have to cut back on your work a little bit or some of the other activities. You may have to decrease your your yoga classes. You may have to maybe decrease the number of girls' nights out. But if you want to be in a relationship, the important thing is, okay, you can focus on being. Because, you know, I've seen it, and I know it's true that you have to be able to allow a certain amount of time for a relationship in your life, okay? So, we've covered all those points. I think that's a really significant and important point to to think about. So, I will be back on Monday. And I'm going to wish everybody a wonderful weekend. We're coming into the end of April. Finally starting to warm up here and just outside of Denver, Colorado. So, we're going to be a nice adventure this weekend and doing something fun. So what about you guys? You gonna do something fun? Get back to me on Monday. What did you do? What fun activities did you involve yourself with? What do, what would you like to share with everyone who's listening about things to do and things, you know, inspiring other people to do things, right? So enjoy it. Have a beautiful weekend. I love you guys, and I will be. Well, don't know what we're going to talk about on Monday. I'll probably know Monday when spirit kind of inspires me to talk on something. So, so be well, my friends, and enjoy it. Have some fun. Do something nice. Be kind to somebody. Bye now.